I'm mailing about with Sam Yeager, and uh, you're calling me from Los Angeles where it's nice and sunny and we're having a little snowpocalypse here in New York. I know. It's, it seems like the end of the world on both both sides. We we are still in the midst of, I don't know, maybe a 10-year drought or something. So it's, uh, it's beautiful, but it's, uh, you know, it's not necessarily good for, the, <laughs> for where we live. I know. Would you rather be in the snow or would you rather be in 85 degrees? What do you prefer? I'm not. You know, I'm going to say 85 just because it's less shoveling. <laughs> yes. I know. It's beautiful, though. But it, if tomorrow it will be slush and gross, so we're, we're taking yeah. advantage of it. Yeah, that was the thing. And back in uh, growing up in Ohio, I, you, you tend to forget the, the months of February and March where it's just nothing but black snow that has just drifted up from the streets. When you grew up in Ohio, were you, uh, were you from a farm or what sort of upbringing? I, I keep thinking of The Bachelor, you know, he's from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't know where The Bachelor uh, grew up, but uh, I'm sure if I were on The Bachelor, they would, they would paint it as, as I was a, a farmhand or something. But I, I grew up in a, a small town outside of Toledo called Perrysburg, which... You know, it was kind of, um, you know, a part suburbia, part quaint little town, and, and uh, I lived in the quaint little town part. But uh, it was a great, great place to grow up. How did you discover acting there? Was it something that, that was in your family, or how did it come, come to you? No, not at all. Uh, you, know, I, um, you know, back in Ohio, there's only a couple of things to do when you're young, and that's uh, drink or go sledding. <laughs> or 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 go to the movies and uh I didn't I didn't care to drink and I uh, and the sledding hills were off limits most of the year so um you know so I went to I was a fan of watching movies growing up and um went to the movie Dead Poet Society and came out and said you know that that seems like a pretty good living and uh have just kind of pursued it ever since wow so you fancied yourself the Robin Williams character or the Ethan Hawke character not none. Strangely enough, uh, Robert, uh, uh, it's not Robert Sean Leonard. I think it is Robert Sean Leonard. Yeah, Robert Sean Leonard. Yeah. Uh, strangely enough, the kid who, who, who does himself in, I don't know if that was a, I, you know, I, I love the world that he was a part of, and I, I found it just uh, so magical. Um, and then when I, you know, got into high school, it was as magical as, as it had seemed. Um and, uh, you know, I just found a great, warm community of, of people uh, kind of living on the periphery. And uh, I think that's all the people in our industry. They're, you know, it's like a blue-collar nomadic society. Yes, it's so. very, very circus-like almost. You're constantly traveling. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, you know, but it's, it's funny, you know, for all the stereotypes of, of Los Angeles and Hollywood. I've, I've found some of the most grounded and, and most generous people I've ever met out here. So, um, you know, but the stereotype is e easier to go along with. Yeah. It's, a funnier, it's a funnier button. So. Yeah, I know. They're all, they're all vapid people that live in Los Angeles. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, it was kind of like when I moved, you know, I lived in New York uh, for three years out of college, and, you know, I remember the stereotype from Ohio was that, you know, how, how am I not getting shot on a daily basis living in New York? You know, that, that I had somehow survived the mean streets of Manhattan. And, 
you know, the reality is, is somewhat different. I know, I know. So when did you get interested in filmmaking? I know, like, you made a couple of shorts uh, before, and then you did actually a feature film, which I just watched that I want to talk to you about as well, Take Me Home. So I was doing my homework and sort of going back to the beginning. So when did you first become interested in, in making movies? Well, I, I even back in high school, we were you know, shooting movies on VHS and, and my friend Jeff Sivanik, who is now an editor for uh, the TV show Eastbound and Down. I love that show. Has, yeah, yeah. And has worked out here, you know, ever since I've been out here. Um, you know, we, we, we took ourselves way too seriously and uh, put our movies in the local video stores, free rentals and all that stuff. So I've, I've always felt like I, um, and especially getting into to the acting world, it's a career that you, you can't do on your own. You know, you have to wait for somebody to give you the thumbs up. And uh, I never really was comfortable with giving anybody that much power over my career. Mm. And, you know, and telling stories, I, I felt like I had a voice and, and there were stories um, I wanted to tell. Uh, and, you know, growing up in the Midwest, I felt like there was a, a, a gamut of stories that aren't getting told. And so uh, it just seemed like... Um, you know, rather than sit around and wait for people to, uh, you know, give me the call, I would, uh, you know, invite all the friends that I've met over the years who were extremely talented and, and, and pool our resources. And that's worked out well somehow. So I feel like there's a running theme, Sam, through your movies of like marriage and family. And I know when you, when you did take me home, you worked with your wife, but you didn't have children yet. So right. that must have been quite the dynamic. And now coming to Plain Clothes, you're making a movie about family, and now you have kids. Yeah. So tell me how that sort of all came full circle for you. I, I just always am um, fascinated by, by how we are defined by our families. And I grew up in a family that, you know, my parents have been together 45 years now. Oh, that's and, great. Um, yeah. And, and I think as a kid growing up wanting to to be a part of this kind of artistic community, I always felt like, well, God, I, I, you know, maybe I need some really terrible things to, to happen to me in order to really uh, imitate art, you know, that, um, that I was somehow insufficient because I had a, a parents who loved each other and weren't divorced and I didn't suffer any horrible tragedies growing up. And, uh, and yet, you know, here I am, I, I'm, I still feel like, you know, even with all the wonderful things they did, even my parents screwed up in their own way, and, and you know, I feel like um, if one of the, the, the most ambitious and important things we do in life is, is raise other, other people to be hopefully, um, you know, good people, how do we affect the world through that? Um, I'm just fascinated. You know, doing parenthood was another um, another avenue of that. You know, the the construct of that entire show was, you know, we're we're fallible people, um, but we're we're trying. I, you know, I don't know anybody that's not trying to do better. But I guess the themes of uh, of take me home and, and plain clothes are, are similar in that they're they're. Uh, both about people who aren't sure about how to live the best life for themselves and those around them. 
so I guess that's that's something that I deal with in, in my or have dealt with in my own life, and I think it's a you know it's a it's a good pursuit. Now, what what's so cool about you is that you've been married to your college sweetheart now, and I once yeah. I once read that if you meet your person in college, you're with them forever. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. God, I wish that were true. My my best friend uh, is 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 divorced. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't count. They don't count. <laughs> but you guys are doing good. That's right. That's right. Uh, you know, and my parents were even high school sweethearts, and my brother and his wife were high school sweethearts. I mean, I think it's um, I think there's something interesting. I, I once heard that there's something called a monogamy gene, and whether that's True or not, um, I, I, I I hope that I have it. But uh, a monogamy gene, did you say? Yeah, isn't that interesting? Very interesting. That there's a that there's a trait inherent that uh, causes people to stay put rather than other people. So, you know, um, <laughs> we've been together, my wife and I, for 16 years now. So. But you're only married. You're only married for what, eight years, or going to be eight? Yeah, yeah, something like eight years. Yeah. Well, we spent, uh, you know, we spent uh, eight years trying to figure out what it means to be, you know, in love with your best friend, and and also, you know, coming into it, my my parents. Um, one of the things they did right was stay married. But I think it, you know, for me to see my siblings marry early. I had a lot of expectations or um, misconceptions about what that meant, so I, it took a long time for me to to, to propose, and um, it's a, I think it took a long time equally for my wife to be ready to accept. So you got married back in your hometown. Um, I tell me if this is true, because we always you know read things on the web, and who knows if they're true or not. We got married in our home state. It was. Um, it was it was um, just about forty five minutes outside of where Amber and I first met. You know, it's a place that actually since then, and my family have have gone back to you know spend vacations together. And our, our roots are important to us. You know, family is important to us, and um, we wanted to be close to them. And um, do you feel like your philosophy on marriage has has changed over the years since you, you know you first started movie making? Look into marriage. Has it changed now that you're married? Hmm. No, I don't think it has. I think uh, I think the marriage has changed. You know, I think you go through highs and lows, and and um, you know, certainly having kids changes the dynamic of everything you do on a daily basis. Yes, <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yeah, you know, it never occurred to me when I, before I had kids that everything I did on a daily basis was entirely self-involved. And 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 now that that self involvement is is time I need to carve out um, <laughs> on a daily basis. Recently, my my son's been um, uh, going through potty training, so I'm I'm breaking up my day into going into preschool and and helping him through that, and then <laughs> trying to figure out okay, what was what was I just writing? I was writing something. I was I was in the middle of the Utah desert. What was happening there again? And um, you know, constantly uh, adjusting to uh, the changing dynamics of a four-year-old's temperament. I don't understand how you made this movie um, recently. I think it was also a short with Jennifer Morrison called To Dust Return. 
about yeah. the death of a newborn son, and I think you were actually just had your second child, so I can't even imagine going through a role like that. Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was like three months before it. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty stupid. To do. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm not terribly superstitious, uh, thankfully, and, um, and it was a, a great role and, and a very unique director with a, um, a pretty cool perspective, and I thought, you know, I want to be a part of helping to tell unusual stories and helping out, you know, uh, um, filmmakers in any way I can, because I, I know what it means to have somebody help me out. I guess you were able to put those emotions aside and, and not go to sleep at night worrying about, you know, your baby being born. No, thankfully. I I, um, I think it's easy to empathize with people in situations and I can I can I can jump into that in a way uh that I don't have to bring my work home too much. That doesn't mean I don't take things personally or whatever, but I, I think I'm able to uh to differentiate between fact and fiction pretty well after all these years. Going back to Plain Clothes, which I wanted to see more of. I know it's only like, what, 10 minutes, but I want to see this as a feature film, just so you know. Oh, cool. It's oh, so you. great. It has one of the more realistic fight scenes that I've ever seen, even in like a feature. You guys look like oh, you really beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, you know, uh, one of the great things about doing a, a short like this is, you know, we shot it on a long weekend, and I asked a couple of favors, and they, the favors asked favors, and pretty soon I had uh, the the stunt coordinator for Parenthood, which, if you can imagine, on our show has a stunt coordinator, <laughs> first of all. Um, but <laughs> I can't imagine. Are you going to punch out Zeke one day? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's... You know, um, you know, maybe the marital uh, arguments get pretty heated. I don't know, but um, yeah, but yeah, the, the stunt the stunt guy from our show um, showed up with five guys to kind of coordinate this, you know, this tumble down the slope, and and while we jumped in and were able to still beat the crap out of each other, we, you know, we wanted it to look as as brutal as possible, and. Um, and I think, yeah, thank you. That was something we worked really hard on. Did anybody get hurt? It looked like you really took a punch there. Um, no, we get, you know, I don't think we got too badly hurt. I think that, and if the stunt guys got hurt, you know, that they never, they never talk about it. Right. Or it's, you know, a, a war wound that they can brag about. But, um, yeah, no, it was, it was fun to do. Um, it was interesting. We shot part of it, you know, um, next to this river, um, the Arroyo River. And then uh, this other part, we realized when we got there um, that the river was not uh, deep enough to dunk somebody in. So the next day we came back and everybody gathered in my backyard and I bought a, a children's pool um, and we filled it up with a bunch of muck and murk and we just shot the close-ups of, of the the strangling sequence <laughs> in this baby pool in my backyard. I love it. I love it. That's yeah. great. It was like a little yeah, kiddie pool. Yeah, exactly. There's one of those moments that reminded me that, uh, you know, no matter what the scale is, I'm still kind of making movies like I did back in Perrysburg, you know, on VHS. Because um, we are just kind of playing around and, and trying to make things believable for this one minute uh, span of time. And, and uh, 
I'm always excited by the challenge of that. Absolutely. And, you know, I have to, since you brought up parenthood, I must ask you if you took anything home with you. Like, did you steal anything from the set or did you take any mementos home? I don't think I did. I mean, I, I, I have so many mementos. Um, you know, the, the to be honest, it wasn't the things on the set that, that mattered to me. What I what I was so wonderful to me with the people. The you took them all home with you. But yeah, they're, they're living in my backyard. Um, some are swimming in the kiddie pool right now. The uh, the gaffers have overstayed their welcome. But uh, you know, what are you going to do? We're all family. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I, the, the relationships were so exciting to me, and it. it um, you know, if it were a fantasy show or something, I'm sure I'd bring home, like, a laser gun or something. But uh, for me, it was just the moment. You know, that show's really about moments between two people. And, and uh, um, yeah, we, we had a... It was it was hard to say goodbye, but I think we we all feel really proud of the job we did. I kept yelling at your character throughout the entire breakup with with Erica Christensen's character. I was yeah, screaming at the TV set. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you're not the only one. I I was doing a little bit of that myself. It was a storyline that I am partly to blame for. For I had I had spoken to Jason and after season four and I said okay you know we, we, we've we seen enough of perfect Joel I, I don't think any man on earth can handle the pressure of, of that anymore um, so um, you know I, I, I would have guys come up to me and say you know hey thanks for nothing my wife is constantly like why can't you be more like Joel and um, and to me I felt like you know maybe we're not really telling the full story of this guy um, but the to the extreme that we took it I think in the end it was worthwhile. I mean, I think we had a, a long way to go, and I'm glad they, that we spent season, the last season getting back to, to the relationship that we had kind of come to believe in. Yeah, it was, it was probably the best ending I've ever seen on a series that was like left you satiated. It wasn't too sappy, but yet you cried. Because I think I cried at every single episode of, of Parenthood. Right, right. <laughs> you know, it was just... Even when you get to the the episodes where you're like, okay, well, clearly I'm not remotely moved. This is going to be the one where I get through it. There's always something at the end, uh, some little moment between two people that uh, turns the whole episode. So that's what uh, that's what Jason Kadams is is known for. Did it make you cry? Did you have you like you have you gone back to watch the whole thing, or you don't even want to do that yet? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was pretty. It was pretty moving. I, I think the moment with Zeke at the end uh, was was um, uh, was really even caught me by surprise. Um, even knowing full well throughout the whole season what what was going to happen, we didn't really know how, and so uh, um, so that was really uh, fulfilling to me to kind of see that. So now you're playing a family man again. Um, you're filming a pot. You just filmed the pilot for Lumen in New Zealand. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Did I you did, take your uh, family with you? You, were, you. That's pretty far away. I did. I did. The the boys traveled beautifully well, and um, uh, yeah, it was kind of an adventure. And you know, we've been housebound for for four years, so to kind of pick up the whole gang and and ship off 
um, uh, it was pretty cool. It was not easy for my poor wife uh, <laughs> because they're, so they were long hours compared to parenthood, which shot uh, unbelievably quick. Um, but it's a it's a really cool show and uh, and has similar attributes of parenthood. You know, it's a it's a fractured family that's trying to stay together, but everything else is is completely different. It's a it's a full scale fantasy show that takes place in this alternate dimension that the family finds itself in and uh and so that that was really appealing to me to to have something that was um character driven but yet completely other mm. so what kind of adventures did you have in new zealand <laughs> driving on the other side of the road is enough of an adventure just oh my to work god or, yeah. yeah yeah um but it's it's um you know it's it's kind of absurd that the place exists you know every even in this we we stayed in auckland which is Mm. um uh, according to most the least scenic of of any place in new zealand and yet every neighborhood felt like a a small southern california ocean town and uh oh interesting you know yeah and there's like a bunch of little tiny coves and beaches everywhere and the you know the weather this time of year is is incredibly beautiful and um yeah, if the series goes, we may end up back there. Um, so that's what we like to call a challenge of abundance. And, oh, yeah, you'll have to put everybody in yeah. school and the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, will, will, the, yeah. will your wife want to move to New Zealand? <laughs> she, well, she, she didn't at first, but, you know, being out there, um, she uh, she's really excited for the, the series to go and kind of see what comes of it. But, uh, Will you act together? Yeah, I, Do you think you'll act together again? I really loved your chemistry, even though you know you, when you see married people on screen, sometimes it just doesn't work. Right. But right. you guys work. Thank oh, thanks. I think there's enough love and animosity to keep it in. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what every what every good relationship on screen and off screen needs is that healthy kind of balance of power. I like to say. My wife would never call it that, but I think if that's you know, innately what it is. It's kind of this dynamic that both people take turns leading and, and uh, it's not always easy with that dynamic, but, uh, but certainly worthwhile. And, um, well, that could I be the secret. Know. That could be the secret to your marriage, do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, I think we will act again. I mean, I, because I, I, I like to write and direct, um, I mean, there will be moments down the road. I, I'll let other people cast us in it, you know, and there may be opportunities where I direct her. Yeah, I, I, you know, it may be a while because I, I just think it's a lot to, uh, <laughs> it's a lot to ask of my wife to have to put up with me as both a, a co-star and a director. And a husband. <laughs> and a husband. I mean, the poor thing. No, you're lovely, really. I, I thank you so much for calling in. Oh, thank you for having me. This has been a delight. Yes, it has. And stay nice and warm in sunny L.A. while I'm freezing my ass off here in New York. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> okay. Take care. All right. Thank you, Robin. Take B- care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Always news. Always refreshing. Always candid. Always billing about. Robin Milling delivers what celebrities are saying to you. To you. To you.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.